0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the Headgum Podcast Network. This is the show where we tackle a topic, oh, so loosely, and discuss our previous, present, and future experience with it. Today's topic was the Razzies. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Welcome back. It is the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafuri. I'm Adam Lustig. It is episode 164. 164, Billy. We're still making these things. Still doing it. (laughs) Still here. Still making these things. You can rely on us. Yes. It's Friday, you're experiencing a day, and here we are here back we with are. you. We're back with you. Thank you for listening. Two hundred and sixty-four thank- hours of content. <laughs> content. Web freaking content. Absolutely. For you and yours. Thank you, and you're welcome, and we're welcome, and thank us. Correct. <laughs> Adam, last week we talked about what? Bachelor parties. Bachelor we parties. We talked about bachelor parties. That's right. I was at my brother's bachelor party. We went to see a Syracuse basketball game. It right. was a dang good time. Dang good time. Yeah. Happy to hear that. It was a real it was a blast. I find that our podcast is a positive one. We like to focus on the things that we like, that excite us. We're not uh, big complainers. No, we try not to be. Yeah. we're not not really our nature. Yeah, we don't really talk trash much. We try and find the bright side of life, and we try and focus on it. I I like to think so. Yeah. Yes. Um, That will not be what we're doing today. (laughs) Today? (laughs) Today we are going to focus on... The worst, according to some people. That's exactly right. Uh, Things that were unsuccessful. Yes. Yes. Bad. We're going to lean into them. We're going to lean right into the negative. And it's not just us who are saying these things are bad or negative. In fact, it's not us. It isn't us at all. We're just the messenger. There's many, many movie awards out there. There's the Golden Globes and there's the SAG Awards and there's the Independent Spirit Awards and, of course, it's the Oscars. Yeah. But one of the lesser-known movie award shows, which is a proper award show, is called The Razzies. And The Razzies celebrate the worst worst. in film that film. Media, I yes. guess. Yes. Right? Yes. So, Adam, what is your history with the Razzies? When did you hear about the That's Razzies? a good question. I feel like it was only maybe like... And how old would you even guess they are? Good question. Uh, I think that the Razzies came into my consciousness. I'm really trying to think. Yeah. I would say within like the within like the few years, I don't think I knew it was really a thing. huh. Uh, so would you guess that it was... Within the last 10 years, the Razzies have kind of come around? I think so. Okay. I think so. It feels like a very... Maybe I'm way off base here. Sure. But it feels... I'd be curious if it feels like an internet-born like a, like it was born post-internet. Okay, got because it. Because it's like this collective snark almost. Yeah, that's right. Collective this, snark has made this thing we all agree. I wonder I would get if I had to carbon date it, just okay. guess, yeah. I would date it post like the year 2000. But it, maybe I am totally wrong. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> last week was the 39th annual. Oh! 39th oh, annual it. Golden Raspberry Awards. Forget it. Which immediately says to me, Snark has been around forever. Snark been here. Right. Snark been Snark here. is not a product of the internet. No. Snark is a product of the living. Humans of, of the, the living. Of the living. We need to shit on things we don't like. Right. Institutionally. Right. And I, I do love it. I mean, there is something very funny and in good. T- I-, I hope it's in good fun and like in the spirit of fun. Right. Like, I wonder if the people that win the Razzies ex- are there at the awards and accept them. Well, you have to assume that these actors, uh, If you were nominated for a Razzie, the film was either very unsuccessful or just made very poorly. Yes, And you can't really live in that much of a bubble as an actor to not know, to not read the critical feedback, to not find out how much of a box office failure it was. Yes, You know that it didn't go well. Yes. So then the question becomes, you're not going to be surprised if you were to win a Razzie. Are you able to laugh it off? Yes, exactly. And I think that's what's so important is to like – or like that's what is sort of um, – spirit lifting about the Razzies. Right. Like, movies don't need to be taken this seriously. Um, Right. Like, all these award shows are so, the great, like, the $30 million that go behind campaigning for Oscars. Like, it is so outrageous. Right. And, like movies taking themselves that seriously in the first place right. is worthy of, of mockery. Yes. So like anything that's taken seriously is worthy of a little mockery. Exactly. Sure. So to sort of lean into the movie Bob like I made right. this weird movie this year took a big risk of like it was bad like right. Sharknado like we made it like right. whoopsie daisy. Right. And to lean into the camp or the badness of it is I think uh, can be like empowering. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, it, yeah it's like a cynical award show. Yeah. But it's it, it, there's got to be something fun about it. <laughs> yes. Um, the Darwin Award awards are you familiar with the Darwin awards exactly very familiar yes similar kind of thing that is uh, an award show or if it's not even an award show it's an award that's given out to the dumbest deaths yes exactly the most preventable deaths I, the alive. one I remember was like some guy in Scotland who was like uh, uh, juggling chainsaws and killed himself yeah <laughs> right <laughs> like Darwin I, is survival of the fittest exactly right so right. it's like you guys uh, evolution has moved past you and you survived yourself right out of this world right <laughs> right, yeah. right, right. Like, you don't deserve to be it's cruel in that way it's like we humanity brain we all evolve and like the weak f- right till the the weak di- you go take away. care of themselves. You disappear. Yeah. You disappear. <laughs> yes. Um so let's learn a little bit about the thirty ninth uh, golden raspberry awards, just the Great. history of it first. Before Great. we even get into who the winners and it seems like everyone is a loser a who loser. attends. That's right. Right. The Golden Raspberry Award is an award ceremony that honored the worst in the film, the worst the film industry had to offer (laughs) in 2018. Yes. The Golden Raspberry Awards, also known as the Razzies, Razzies. are awarded based on votes from members of the Golden Raspberry Foundation. (laughs) Foundation. That's right. The nominees were announced on January 21st, 2019. Very good. And the winners, aka losers, were announced (laughs) on February 23rd, 2019. Right before the Oscars. That's right. Um, let's find out. In On January 31st, 2019, yeah. the ceremony, a little scandal, this is news, the ceremony was accused of rigging the vote tallies what? for its nominees. R- r- rigging? Rigging the votes? For example, Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades Freed oh. <laughs> and Kevin Spacey from Billionaire Boys Club oh, boy. received enough votes for Worst Actor. But neither were included on the final Why? nominee list. What's up, Razzies? I don't know. What's up? Who's cooking the books? I don't know. So <laughs> Someone's cooking the books here at the Razzies. <laughs> but it's the 39th, 39th year they've done it. It honors the worst the film industry has to offer. Amazing. Okay. And I can even get a sense. It's like Spacey's nominated. It's also just like people who deserve shame. Yeah. Like people generally yeah. in the Hollywood who's like, Which is you're stabbed. Which is interesting. Because like that kind of feels a little bit, le- a little more politically motivated yeah. than like with a laugh, hey, that movie you thought was going to be great was bad. Yes. It's also like, we can also publicly shame you. Yes, exactly right. Right. Well, maybe... so. It uh, sounds I mean, like they're trying to maybe avoid that. Hey, exactly. How right. You say that? It's like maybe they tried to sort of circumvent the spacey of it all. Right. Just by being like, no, it's just worst movie. It's just like, bad movie. Right. Not bad, really. Not bad human. Because we movie. do live in a time with the internet where yeah. mob mentality is real. True. And people kind of like cling on to things, even if they don't even necessarily believe it. Yeah. Or if they do believe it, whatever. But it can, a big groundswell can happen and canceled culture exists yeah. where yes. people just cancel you and yes. stuff so there is I'm sure the Razzies do have to kind of like figure Rock out who that are line. we in this we're not just here to publicly shame uh, Melissa yes. McCarthy this year yes exactly right it's like you want to choose I would imagine that there is some thought that goes into like choosing the nominees wisely it's like people that A can take a joke and B aren't at, like it has to like preserving that spirit of like good natured fun T- taking the piss out of yourself, right. teasing. We're teasing, right? Not like you've raped. We've canceled you. Yeah, yet. like right. not like it's not serious. Here not- are the twelve worst people in film this year. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's more about the hey, you picked the wrong script. Yes, exactly. Got hey, this, the, this movie was shot kind of weird. Hey, right. this was made cheaply and bad. Right. Yeah. So before we go into this year's Razzies, yes. Adam, I'm yes. curious if you have a movie that you think deserves a Razzie for the performance. I do. Let me hear it. <laughs> Bird Box. Yes, Billy. Yeah. I was... <laughs> this is one of the strongest takes on a movie that I've seen you take it's just in so... years. I was so confused. Dare I it... say offended? You were almost offended. No, and by that I just I... mean as a writer, as an art, as Th- that, a writer. That's right. As a writer specifically. Uh, yeah. Not as a viewer. No. But as someone who like His also has to story. stress a lot about, about writing and story and consequences to each character and all that kind of stuff, that movie was bad. Tell me, tell us why. Okay. I did not see it. Oh, you didn't? I did not see it. No character in the movie is consequential, and what I mean by that is whether they live or die doesn't matter, yeah. And many die, and it It never has any effect on anyone around them, yeah. They make and every movie is allowed to have like a little bit of like leaps of reality and stuff. They make such uh bold choices with time (laughs) passing because they couldn't figure out what happened in between. It was a total. Every you could see every decision made based out of convenience, yeah, and out of like, oh, this kind of feels like a horror movie, yes, and all of that. You can kind of like, to me, I'm like, I'm buoying how poorly written and how unnecessary these characters are, yes, and how like cliche this whole story is, yes. But I'm waiting for the end because sometimes with horror films, Uh, it's like just like there's going to be a reason why we're here, yes, and this was. One of the most disappointing, oh. unnecessary, make believe, convenient endings. It didn't tie anything together. Ooh. It was just the end of the movie. Why? Why do you think it got so? Why do you think it like struck such a weird chord? Like there was the week where like Bird Box was the number one incredible trend. Think it was right like the thing. Incredible. Why do you think it was like that? Well, it has a lot of star power. Yeah. So it has Sandra Bullock. It has yes. um, John Malkovich. Yes. It has like real movie stars. And it has like a it. hooky premise where it's like you can't look, and it's like. But that is unexplained. Yeah. yeah. It's unexplained, and the rules are so weird because yeah. it's like. If the monsters see you, they'll kill. If you see the monsters, you won't be able to handle it and you'll die. Yes. But they wear these like blindfolds that you can still kind of see through. <laughs> so like, yeah. And then at one point they do see these monsters. It's a, it's a it, flawed, it's broken, a bad movie. It's a bad. Like honestly, when it was over, I looked at Marina and said that was one of like the most negative experiences I've ever had <laughs> watching a film. So if uh, Bill's giving out a raspberry. You'll get all of them, Bird Box. Yep. Congrats. Malchavich, love you. You're getting a raspberry. <laughs> You're getting a raspberry for that one. There you go. <laughs> right. Maybe the worst. I, I, I it, it almost makes me want to watch it more, to be honest with you. Just yeah. know about how, like, yeah, sure. what a strong reaction you've had to it. It's just really bad writing. It's bad Really, writing. truly bad writing. Yeah, That's specifically writing. Yes. yes. And, like, it does feel bad when it feels like, and again, I have not seen Bird Box, but it does feel bad. You feel manipulated when it feels like a movie has been, like, made by algorithm or something. Like, this is, like, what a horror movie. These they, yeah. these are the el- the tropes of a horror movie. Let's just, like, include them and kind of hope for the best. Yep. And not sort of, like, do yep. work about, like, and just And the whole finding. blindfold. Element, it started to become like, and this is really like where social media and influencers and famous people can just like push a narrative. Yes. You know, it just like everyone tweeted about it. Yeah. And it was like, well, now I have to watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Like this blindfold thing seems like it's pretty cool and everyone's talking about it. Yes. And turns out it was a bad, 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 bad movie. It was kind of like, Jake Weissman had this very negative reaction to three billboards outside of something. Did not Missouri. like it. Did not like it. And I, w- I never saw that movie. Yes. But I was like, I wonder what it would take to get that kind of a rise out of Jake. Yeah. And now I'm you experiencing it. it via Bird Box. It's it. like, I will campaign for people not to watch that movie. It's a bad one. I would out of my way yeah. to spread the word. It's a bad one. <laughs> so that wins the raspberry for me. Uh, uh, we maybe... got to go into it. We got to go into an act break. Okay, when we come do... back, you'll give out your first golden raspberry. Okay, great. Very good. And then maybe we'll continue. Okay, great. Great. Uh, we're talking raspberries. That's right. Uh, bird Box. Uh, yeah. Milly Furtado. I am like a bird box. i got to fly away. away. Got no. it. <laughs> we can do that. Great. Okay.
0: All the
1: Welcome back to the No Joke podcast. That was Nelly Furtado's. I want to say I'm like a bird, fly like a safe. bird. Safe, yeah, safe. <laughs> I am like a bird. I only fly away. away. Yeah. I uh, do Nelly Furtado. Is. Yes. She's not Natalie Imbruglia. Correct. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah. What is Natalie Imbruglia's song? Oh. Nothing's right. I'm torn, torn, and I'm all out of faith. Who are you uh, investing in? Who you invested in, Furtado versus Embrulia? Imbrulia's Torn had me wrapped around its sweet finger for yeah. maybe 24 months. That owned us. <laughs> a bad song owned me. How did that own us so much? It owned. That's like a folk song. It just like hits I'm all. I'm so sad I'm torn. Lord, I'm, I'm all, all out, out of space. space. And this, this is how, how I feel. feel. So I don't know why, man. Okay. Right time and place. We were like just teen angsty enough, but like just the pop sweetness and enough. That's Embrulia? Was... Torn That's Imbruglia? Imbruglia. Okay, got it. That's And Natalie then who, who, is, who is our promiscuous girl? Oh, a need, need to know. Was that Furtado? I think that that's was Furtado. Furtado. So Embrulia didn't have a comeback hit? I don't think she – I think she was a true one hit one that Got it. I think. So Furtado had I Am Like a Bird, and she was also a promiscuous girl. I want to say that's true. Okay. I, I don't trust myself completely, but I think that's true. I do, too. Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Nelly Furtado, I always want to say Furtada. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's hard for me not to Nelly imagine. Nelly Furtada. Hard for me not to say that. Got it. But I think it's Furtado. For, furtado. <laughs> F-U-R-T-A-D-O. Nelly. Furtado. Furtado. I'm like a bird box. That's right. Second uh, act of the No Joke Podcast, act. we are talking about the Razzies. Worst movies of the year. Haven't gotten to the uh, winners and losers yes. from this year, but Adam, tell uh, us who wins your Razzie for worst film of the year. I saw a bunch of the movies this year. The one that let me down the most. Stan and Ollie. It was a biopic about Laurel and Hardy. That wow, John my parents were so thrilled about that. <laughs> they like that movie? No, they. Want, I just remember them being excited to see it. I was also excited of to course. see it. I was. I love John C. Riley, Steve Coogan. Yeah, great comedic duo. Yeah. I really don't know anything about Laurel and Hardy. I Have you ever that, seen a Laurel and Hardy movie? Honestly, maybe not like start to finish okay. clips. Okay. for sure. Yep, and like I understand that they were black and white comedy duo from way back in the day. Yeah. One was silent, right? Yeah, one was Stan sl- Laurel. One was silent. Stan Laurel, big guy, yeah. Stan or, or Stan Laurel and I can't remember what the other guy's Hardy is. Yeah. Oliver, maybe? Yeah, Stan right. Stan and Ollie, obviously. Sure. Um but uh it was It was, was just, bad? What was bad? I about? just thought it was lame, man. I don't know. Like it was just um it was just really flat. I don't know. It was like a biopic to me it was like all the worst elements of a biopic. Which was uh, – what did I not like about it? I don't know. It just really left me – maybe it was my expectations. I was really – I love John C. Riley and Steve Coogan specifically. Yes. And, like, I revere those two guys, like, in particular. Yes. And I think they're really great and I just, like, root for them and expect greatness from them. I yes. just think they're so great and funny. Yes. But it was just, like, so tepid and, like, I left the movie not really knowing anything more about huh. Laurel and Hardy, really. Okay. And the the uh, women that played the wives, I thought were really good, but it was just like really flat and had no teeth and no point of view. Right. And maybe I—that's just... a pretty bad feeling. Yeah, that's a pretty bummer feeling where it's like I experienced nothing. Yeah, it was just like there was just an emptiness to it. Right. Usually, I can like latch onto one thing I like or don't sure. like about a movie, I'm and like with that's you. enough. Sure. One thing I really like or really don't I'm like is enough you, to, dude. to make an impression. I am not the type <laughs> to leave a movie and start like critiquing it. Like from, a, here's how it could have been better, this is no. where it was broken. That is not my instinct. I'm Neither. usually just like, am I entertained? Fine. Great. Right. Sure. Exactly. Uh, did I do something? I did. My bar is not high. Right. For, like, in, to like enjoy the experience right. of watching a movie, my bar is truly, truly not right. high. Which is why it actually requires something of me to say Bird Box was that bad, that's why. That's exactly right. And for right. you to say, this Laurel and Hardy movie gets your raspberry. Yeah, it gets my golden raspberry. Just a right. bland. It's just like the most, it was just like a piece of Melba toast. Now, do we think that Bird Box or uh, Laurel and Hardy are going to be on the list of nominees or winners from the 39th annual Golden Raspberry Awards. Bird Box was very polarizing. Wouldn't be surprised if it shows up on the list. Bird Box was – it was a Pulling for it. Pearl pulling for it. Pulling for that one so to get the I. recognition it deserves as a bad film. Shittiest ending. Okay. <laughs> so, Adam. Yes. Dare we start? I, we dare. Okay. Do you have a list in front of you of I the winners it. and losers? I got it right here. Well, I guess everything. We should note that, like, in the Oscars, it's Best Picture, it's Best Supporting Actress, it's Best Animated Film. At the Raspberries, Adam, what's the first word? Worse. Worse. This is the worst. Got it? Dishonorable. The worst picture, the worst actor. It's a dishonor just to be nominated. Where do we want to start, out? It's a dishonor <laughs> just to <laughs> be a, nominated. That is It's wonderful. truly a dishonor to be here. Wonderful. Uh, how are you with screenplay, Bill? What? Writers. Worst screenplay. We are. We are writers. Let's start with worst screenplay. Okay, the worst screenplay. Here we go. We have, oh, this one I remember being panned, Gotti. Screenplay by Leo Rossi Lemdod. Oh was the yeah, John Travolta as John Gotti. Yeah, movie that I'd like, like to watch that. So would, so would I. I'd like to watch that. That like made us splash for getting like zero on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Which is like again hard to achieve. It's tough to <laughs> get past Travolta's face these yeah, days. I know, I know. Just in general, like seeing what his character's face looks like in his movies is usually like I can't. I, this is—is is this a joke? I can't is see this that. A jo- <laughs> Look at his face. I can't see that. Travolta. Okay. Um, The Happy Time Murders, which was the movie with Melissa McCarthy and like a couple Muppets. Right. Yeah. Did you see that? I did not. Okay. Uh, Did you see that? I did not. did not. Uh, we have Death of a Nation. I don't know what that is. But, but it's uh, written by Dinesh Souza. I, I, is I th- he a bad? I think he's like a weird right-wing, right wing. I think this is like a documentary. If I if a flicker of cultural awareness is coming to me. I think it's like a weird documentary about like, alt-righty type stuff by like, this horrible alt-righty guy, Dinesh D'Souza. Yeah, I think he's a bad. I think he's a bad guy. Okay. Winchester, a movie I've never heard of and have no frame of reference for, literally zero. But it was bad. It was bad. The <laughs> script was bad. Uh, and the winner, yes. or should we Say loser, we'll say winner. Yes, the the worst. The word, the winner for the worst screenplay according to the Razzies was Fifty Shades Freed. 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 (laughs) The last word's weird, right? What's weird about that? Why doesn't that like land? Is that where is that where that word belongs? No, it does. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you see Fifty Shades Freed. It's does something not equate? Like my my mind's not equate. My me. mind is, is like do you mean free? Like fifty shades for free 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 like, Yeah free. Freed. freed. F-R-E-E-D is just a weird word on site. It is. You know what I mean? It's hard to wrap your mind around. There's no intuitive right. freed. freed. <laughs> it's like fried. Have you seen any fifty shades? I haven't seen any of that stuff. Have you read any Fifty Shades? I've not read any of it. Mm. I don't have any really reference for it. Yeah. Have you? No, but I remember there was a night in Brooklyn when we were at Farron's apartment, and it was like 3 a.m., and it was like five of us were still awake. Yeah. And I think her roommate had a Fifty Shades book. (laughs) Yeah. And so we're like, oh, my God, let's like each read a page and pass it around. (laughs) This is probably going to be like really naughty. Yes. And what we learned was, and I could be wrong, but I remember this being that it was like reading that book was like being like being like the word spank was bad. Was like a bad word. Yeah. Or naughty. Or yes. like hand job. Yes, yes. Was like yes. really naughty. Yes. It was like, oh, this is like porn for like almost teen. Like right. Almost, for virgins. Yeah. You know, whereas like this could be the craziest night of our lives. And then they like kissed and touched back. And it was like what? <laughs> like this is like neuter. <laughs> yeah. So I haven't seen it. Maybe yes, I'm wrong. I haven't seen it either. But in the scenes that we read, it was pretty uh not sexy. It was pretty not sexy. Right. Fairly tame. Fifty Shades Freed. Fifty Shades Freed. Yep. Maybe the, the follow-up. The worst script. Goes worst to script of the Shades year, screen. congratulations. I'm going to kind of do a sweeping uh just a sweeping thing that I'm seeing. from Sweep this. On. So it seems like overall, one movie that was just really the worst. Based on how many times it comes up yes. is Holmes and Watson. That seems to be the big loser of the year. Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Yes. Dr. Watson. Dr. Watson. Yes. Starring John C. Riley and Will Ferrell. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, I'm looking at it now. It uh, got worst supporting actor. Yep. And that is John C. Riley. Yep. It got the big one. Worst picture. Yep. Uh, and that's just overall, that's just the worst movie there Correct. was. Uh, what else? Oh, it also got worst remake, ripoff, or sequel. Correct, as well as worst director. So you get Cleaned it. Cleaned up. So you get it. Cleaned up. So my question is uh. now, is there sort of, um, is there an agenda? Do you think there's an agenda where they start to <laughs> like decide, like, we're just going to pile on this one? <laughs> Maybe. It almost like, and with... Maybe, maybe so, honestly. Maybe yeah, so. It's like, right. let's concentrate the teasing. Right. Like, let's not spread the teasing around. Because Who that's can a- take it? Do you think that they consider that? I was literally just going to say that, and I think absolutely. This right. is Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Mm-hmm. These are like, these are our stepbrothers. These are like comedy. This is right. like already sort of a famous comedy duo. Will Ferrell famously doesn't take himself seriously. Right. John C. Riley clearly has a good sense of humor about himself. Right. They can take it. Right. So I do, I would like to think that there is sort of a humanity in that where it's like, we're not just going to go around shitting on every movie we didn't like. Right and Fifty Shades, you get a Razzie. And right, a Razzie, you do too. And right, Fibolda, you get a Razzie. We hate you all. Right, it's like it, there is something sort of F- like a uh, uh, you you spend your teasing capital in one place. Right, and sort of like concentrate it with one. Have you movie. ever heard somebody like like jokingly <laughs> celebrate that they won a Razzie this year? <laughs> I, like to almost like take it and like flip it and be like, Hell yeah, hell yeah, I won a Razzie. Yeah, yes. Do you think so? And, I, and simultaneously, I, do you think that the Razzies have a negative effect effect on people's careers? Because so I know that box office uh, failures obviously have a negative effect. Yeah. But a trophy, yes. celebrating, you know, do you think that has a negative effect as well? I don't think so. Or not, positive. Not anymore. I would tend to think, maybe I'm being naive here, I think it's all about, like, life isn't what, hap- life isn't what happens to you, it's how you react to it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like, to me, if you own it, Right. If you own it, it's great. If you claim it or own it, it's great. It's like a weird. It's like the Weird Al paradigm. Okay. It's like uh, all these artists – it's an honor to be parodied by Weird Al. It's like a silly weird honor sure. to be parodied. The only people that end up looking bad are the people that take themselves seriously enough where they don't like it, oh. where they don't like when Weird Al – But, like, Coolio was like, no. Like, I'm an artist. Stop. Stop. Like, Coolio? Did never did not like Amish Paradise, did not like being teased, did not, couldn't handle being teased. In Gangster's Paradise, Coolio wraps the line I'm 23, will I ever live to see 24 yes. the yeah. way things are going? I, I don't know. know. He was 32. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my man, you've lost the right to say what is right about this song and wrong. I agree. Yes. I agree. You were nine years older than the character you are rapping about Coolio. Yes. So I feel like if people can lean in to me, that's the whole like Sharknado thing. Like, wasn't that like Sharknado was like a bad movie that like knew it was bad and leaned into it, so we love it. Yeah, but it's (laughs) weird because that Sharknado does not appear on the Razzie's list. True. So it feels like if you are aware that you are making a bad movie, it doesn't count. Everyone who went into the Razzies. Sincere effort. Sincere effort thinking we're going to be billionaires when we come out of this. Right? I think so. Okay, got it. I think so. To be honest, I, I don't know how you felt. I mean, I've, you, I'm sure, love Will Ferrell and John sure. C. Reilly, I'm sure. Of course. We all do. Uh, I was I did think it was a little odd when I first saw the first teaser for that. My wife Maggie and her family love Sherlock Holmes. Oh. They're like Sherlock Holmes. Okay. like scholars. Got it. They have Maggie has very strong opinions on who's the best Holmes, who's the best Watson, who mm. should be, who shouldn't be, what mm. the best stories are, the dynamic. There's a real fan base. To so that, I think you know, that like franchise. Sherlock Holmes, well, the only fictional character, to my knowledge, with his own museum. There is a Sherlock Holmes museum huh. at 221B Baker Street, which is his fictional address in real London. Ah. There's a museum. So like Sherlock. Holmes is so deep of an int- of like a right. international cultural institution that I always did think it was like. I don't know. It seemed like a slippery slope to like throw just like toss John C. Riley and Will Ferrell on there, right? In like their funny, weird, Ron Burgundy British accent, right? And I was like, I don't know how this is going to play with the Holmes fan base, right? It <laughs> sounds like it didn't play very well. I don't know if it did, right? No, yeah. well, like one, all the worst, all the worst, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so it looks like that movie, Holmes and Watson, yes, was the worst of uh, 2018. Yes. What do you say? We go into another ad break. Let's do it. Act break, and we come back and we wrap up this episode of No Joke. Let's do it, though. All right. So Sherlock Holmes and Watson, Will yes. Ferrell. The worst. Just general worst. (laughs) The worst. Yeah. Yeah. What is a song that celebrates the worst or bad? Uh Just bad, bad brains. Is that a bad blow? Oh, that's a nice one. That's a song. Taylor, that's Taylor Swift. That's, that's one a song. Uh huh. The worst. Yeah. Or bird. like, do you have a do you have a song that you loathe? Lo, a song come to your mind that you absolutely loathe? Wow. With a fire Is there a song that you that strikes you the wrong way as much as Bird Box has? That's or tough. Is man. there a song, Is there not to put you on the spot and have you trash something? But Billy, you are you listen to a lot of music. You know a lot about music. Is there a song that you just don't like? Just like we uh, opened up this episode, it's like we're not hate based Positive. Folks. if we don't like things it's like we don't let it sit around that's right so what would make me so mad or is that like is there a song that you just that just drives you mad there I, there's this little white guy <laughs> he's Good like start. he's like nine adam nine years old 11. Whoa. He's white and he's handsome, but, Wait. like, he's like a little Bieber, but, like, YouTube-y and problematic. Really? And I'm pretty sure I just saw a video of him. Not problematic. He's freaking like nine. Just, yeah. But, but he's, he's just like, annoying. He's annoying. Yes. And I'm pretty sure he just covered... What song oh, was gosh. it? Oh. It might have been Miss Jackson. Okay. <laughs> it might have been Miss Jackson. How did you stumble across this? Just in some a... uh, black Twitter was clowning him. <laughs> okay. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy. Oh. Heavy. Nine. Let's hear it. I don't know if I can find oh, it. Okay. Okay. Like I'm going to look it up now. I don't even know his name. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm gonna have to like look up like Little White Miss Jackson, Little bad. White Boy Made Miss Jackson of. bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be my search. Okay. I'll look that up. Okay. Um, and if we can't, you know what we play. We all know the rules. Banana fun.
2: Yeah, this one right here goes out to all my ladies' mamas Mamas Mamas' mamas My ladies' mamas' mama Ha! Yeah, go like this I'm talking this Jackson you. Drama mama don't like me. She doing things like having a boys come to the studio, trying to me. She need to get a piece of the American Pie and take a bite out. This is my house. I disconnect the cable and turn the lights out and let her know her daughter is a lady and not a paycheck. Bracelets, movies, body girl, I pay that. I love your mom and everything. Yeah, I know. one trip now, you wanna rip me up, start a war between us. My brother, stay down. She never got a chance to be on my side of school, We was divided. She had to fish fries and cookouts on your birthday. Uninvited, despite it, I show the utmost respect. When I fall through, all you do is defend that lady. When I call you, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Never and soon make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm talking this Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never can soon make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm talking this Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never and soon make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times. Me and no doubt. Got a special thing going up. Wait forever you can plan a pretty picnic But you can't predict the weather Miss Jackson Ten times out of nine Now if I'm blind, fine The quickest muzzle through it on my mouth Then I'll decline King between the puppy Love thing together Dream about the crib With the good years Swing and the oak tree I hope we feel like this Forever, 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 ever Forever, ever Forever never seems that long Until you're on And notice that the day-by-day Ruler can't be too long Miss Jackson My intentions were good I never could Become a magician To abracadabra All the Thoughts of me, thoughts of she, thoughts of we. Ask him what happened to the feelings that her me had. I put so much about it, decently, Had It happened for a reason one can't be mad. So know this, know that everything is cool. And yes, I will be present on the first day of school and graduation. I'm, I'm, talking, real, Miss Jackson. You know what I'm talking about Ooh, I am for real. Never meant to make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion Ooh, times. I'm talking to this Jackson. to make your doctor cry. I apologize a trillion times. I'm sorry, this Jackson. Ooh, I am for real. Never been to make
1: Back to No Joke. We're talking about the Razzies, but that was Maddie B. Raps' cover of Outpast. Yeah. How old Uh, would you guess he is? Like 11? He looks, he's fresh faced young gent. I would say 11 max. Yeah. So he has a lot of followers on YouTube. Okay. His name is Maddie B. Raps. Great. Um, And. We got to go through some of the comments. I think so. Let's just see how people feel about Maddie. It's Raps. like it feels a little bad shooting at an eleven-year-old, but also he put his video out on YouTube. He has a lot of followers. He's a performer. Yeah, we're the public. We get to say this is the Razzies. That's the we're worst. talking Razzies. If we're going to talk about the worst, we're I think worst. this is one of the worst things I've seen in the past couple days. Great. I don't care how old you are. <laughs> you have parents who definitely forced you to do this. So there's no,
0: that. First, shame on you all. First
1: comment: 146 uh, thumbs ups. Me and your, your daughter. <laughs> Bruh, just stop. Bruh, just Bruh, stop. just stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, another comment. Let's just see what else gets. Scroll down. Maddie B. <laughs> Who is here in 2019? Uh, you're, you're doing this in 2019? Truly, the song choice. Right. Another one. You're doing this in 2019? Yeah. People are really. Yeah. Okay. Yeez, the disrespect to Outkast, though. Uh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I can smell the mayonnaise permeating from the music video. Okay. White. He's white. white. Okay. white. okay. Yep. Uh okay and so on and so and on and so on and so forth. Let's just say oh this is this is just real American cringe. This is just Beautiful. real American oh, that's, cringe. That's poetry, yeah. Oh, that's poetry. So check it out, Maddie B raps. Yes. What did I type in to find it? Miss Jackson cover White Kid. <laughs> so that'll also Came right get you up. there. Came right up, Maddie B raps. Yeah, man. Okay. I, yeah, that that. That's bad. I never. I only heard the one section before where he says "me and you do Yeah. <clears throat> so I was very surprised when we just watched the video and yes. listened to it that he raps all of the words. I was just going to say to me the song choice is particularly unfortunate because like clearly he is like that is like you know there's a, that's a talented musically like he's doing the uh, like he sort of is sure. lyrically dexterous and he's like doing it. Yeah, he's giving it his but, best shot. But why that song now? Why yeah. Outkast? Right. Now why right. that now and right. you, Maddie? Right. <laughs> Why you, Maddie? So why t- the song? TBD. TBD. TBD we don't know, Maddie B raps. Still <laughs> <You laughs> Maddie B raps. Uh me and you dad. So Jesus Christ. Jesus. Okay, as uh, a reminder, this is the No Joke Podcast. It is the third act. Yep. And today, Adam, we are talking about the Razzies, aka the Golden Raspberries, aka The Worst in Worst cinema. movies of the year. Yeah. Billy hated Bird Box. Yeah. Haven't found it on the list so far. I know. I'm not Disappointing sure if it's be there. Disappointing. Disappointing. All right. Uh, I was not a huge fan of the other John C. Riley movie, not to pile on poor John. That's fine, but I didn't like Stan and Ollie. But the Razzies really didn't like Holmes and Watson. That's right. Yeah. So a bad, a bad year for our, uh... John C. John C. Adam. What else we'll do you find on said list? Okay, I'm looking at uh, this movie, The Meg. Which was up there oh, for yeah. worst remake? And so we about, about this. So that's about right. Okay. A shark? Yes. A shark. So what is it called? The megalodon? The I me- think it's called the megalodon. Yes. And back in the day, if you like, if you're like me, at midnight you put on Discovery Channel yes. and you watch like conspiracy theory. Like uh, this is probably how the world was. Sometimes we'll drain the ocean yes. and find out what's on the ocean floor. Well, yes. The we'll megalodon drain. was a quite, essentially like the equivalent of twenty great whites. Jesus. Yeah. This is like a prehistoric beast. A prehistoric, we think it might have existed. There's no skeleton of one that ever existed. Half mythology, half science. Right. The the carvings on the wall have told us that at one point there was an animal this big in the sea. Great. But it's the Megalodon. And it's like literally 20 whatever. (laughs) So somebody ultimately made it. Someone made a movie about the The Meg. Meg. Right. The Meg. The Meg and apparently it was quite, quite bad did what you see what did it? it win for it was nominated it was nominated okay. uh, for worst remake rip-off or okay. sequel because this claims it's a rip-off of jaws right it says rip-off of jaws i mean it's 20 jaws it's Jawses. 20 jaws stuck taped together 20 Jawses. right so during shark week you can usually find some pretty um, impressive shows that have like pretty impressive CGI yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. like kind of like cinematic CGI yeah. Yeah. to kind of recreate these yes. monsters that might have been sharks yes. at one point. Yes. And they had a couple of really good, kind of like schlocky, yeah. just like the Meg would have done this. <laughs> yeah. And who would have won, like a Meg versus three T Rexes, like in a lake? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? they like worked the thr- through. <laughs> I'm like, that's a proper use of Meg for me. Hypo- a little hypothetical. I don't need like- a narrative. Nobody. <laughs> don't need a narrative. Did you ever see Lake Placid? I did not. I don't think Do I ever Do you know what Lake it, Placid was? Do you remember that? There was a crocodile that was like 50 feet. Oh, right. And Betty White. And the it eats a helicopter and in the trailer. Ice cube or ice tea? One of the That's ice... Anaconda. Oh, that's right. They make snakes these big. They make snakes that big. Come on. Yeah. But Betty White is in... Betty White was a foul-mouthed uh, woman who lived by a lake. <laughs> and then uh, there was a couple of strange things that were happening yes. at the lake. Yes. Helicopter went to go check it out. Ooh. And like a 50 to 100-foot crocodile jumps out of the water, eats the helicopter, and now we have Eat problems. Eats the helicopter! Eats the helicopter right out of the sky. It wasn't even <laughs> Landed. I think it just ate it right out of the sky. Just leapt up A crocodile. Cho- I don't oh, even yeah. think that crocodiles move <laughs> yeah. upright like that. I don't think they breach. They I don't bre- think they breach like whales. I don't think they breach at no. all. I don't think that's how crocodiles' bodies work. Yeah. But this crocodile did. It does. Do you want me to spoil? Because the question is, how did this crocodile get here? How did it become so big? And how was it defeated? How is it so ferocious? I don't, can't even tell you. Oh. I don't even know if it was defeated. Good. I'm not sure it was defeated. Good. But the reveal is yes. how it got so big. Yes. Betty White was feeding it. (laughs) That's all. That's all. Just like you might feed your dog or cat, she was feeding the crocodile, and somehow that made it 50 feet long. What of the word That is so funny. Yes. Uh, uh, A Razzie can come down to, like... I think a good like a good formula for a Razzie. Yeah, Bird bo- Bird Box, Lake Placid. Yeah. I'm going to throw that movie M. Night Shyamalan, Signs uh-huh. in here as yeah. one of these where it's like if it's a sus- quote unquote suspense or horror and the ending or the twist or the justification is so lame. Yes, is so lame. Yes, well, like we've been like you're suspending me in tension for 90 minutes and a minute 91 you tell me why and it sucks. Comes flat. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a, an aggravating movie experience. In Signs, it was this whole thing alien. Aliens, aliens, aliens. aliens. Yeah. Oh, my God. What's their secret? How do we get it? And it was like classic M. Night Shyamalan drama tension. Yeah. Really cool and Something's great. going to happen. I'm like, how to defeat them? And the way that you defeated these aliens was you hit them with the bat. And it was just like. What? <laughs> like you, A bat? A, a bat? special bat? No. An just, alien if bat? You, if you saw it and you could hit it, that would hurt them. Hold on. What if I just had a stick, a big stick, a branch? That's fine? It doesn't have to be like a baseball bat? There was truly nothing special. Could you punch them? I think that you could, if you were close enough, you could just punch them. And it might have also been like water. They also don't like a little water. Sure. So it's just like such a truly pedestrian sort of like Uh twist or like. (laughs) Right. It feels like any movie like that. Any movie that like completely, completely relies on the ending, yeah, you almost need to know the ending first, yeah, exactly, and then write the story that will fulfill the most shock of the ending, exactly, right? Yes, they didn't have the that. twist. Is Betty White has been feeding it? Yeah. So she survives? Uh, Yeah, yeah. She's foul-mouthed, and she survives. She's foul-mouthed. That's a big part of it. She's foul-mouthed. It's like they really lean into, imagine if old ladies talked like this. Yes, right. We did a little writing for Betty White back in the day, Bill. If you recall. God. If you recall. Twice, as a matter of fact. Twice. Did you write? Yeah, we definitely did Off Their Rockers. Off Their Rockers. Can we talk about that experience for a second? Please. Because I think we got bamboozled. Did we get bamboozled? We got bamboozled. How did we get bamboozled? So we uh, were hired yes. last minute. She yes. yeah, had a show called Off Their Rockers, yes. which was essentially like punked but with uh, senior citizens Correct. as the actors. Correct. And we were asked to write a couple of scenes. Yes. Like a couple of like inter like in between the pranks, right. Eddie White would be like talking to Cameron. She'd that's be like, right. you know, as a senior, these things happen. Like exactly. and then there's a little twist and that's joke. Yep. And we were given like a number of scenes we needed to write. Yes. And then we found out, like, day of, that the number that we were asked to write wasn't right. Do you remember how many scenes we were asked to write? It One was sheet. kind of a lot. Fifty. Yeah. Fifty. Yeah. It was a lot. We were asked <laughs> to write 50 different scenes each Yeah, <laughs> in, like, a day. Yeah, it was a lot. For Betty, for very low pay. Yeah. And I remember we, like, both, like, I think that somehow, like it said five in the original email so we both wrote five scenes yes I remember this and then they wrote us back and they were like hey where's the other ones we're like what other ones they were like the other 45 and it was like what who are we to you (laughs) Who are we to you? Just like weird quip machines. Right. Yeah. Right. That was very funny. I remember it being like sort of an exorbitant amount of like cutesy setups. There was nothing. I remember me walking from room to room in my apartment and just being like, all right, I'm looking at a printer. I will write a printer (laughs) gag for Betty White. Okay. (laughs) I'm looking at a fish tank. I will make a fish tank gag like (laughs) I didn't have time to consider anything. Bill. Did you also write that um, on that Snickers commercial where you're not you and you're hungry? Oh, no. Do you remember that from like – do you know that campaign? I mean I love that. I think that's a very clever one. I think the Eddie White one was the first one. Oh, And a few of us were on like in a writer's room to help – Right, crack that nut as yes. to what Betty White's would be. And yes. she was like a football player. She I think tackled? she was like a football player. Yeah. Yes, yeah, we learned on that too. She's beloved. She's beloved. She's beloved. Yeah, yes, her name will pop up on Twitter trends every so often, and everyone holds their breath. And then it's always her birthday. She's never gonna die. Ro. She's never gonna die. Okay, that's the twist. The no joke curse is real, Adam. We've been feeding her. <laughs> <Yeah>. We've <laughs> we've been feeding her. Uh, yeah. All right, Adam. We only have maybe a minute or two left. Okay. Uh, We can go back into the Razzies if you want. Great. Um, or we can just kind of wrap this puppy up. How would you feel about winning a rat? Let, let Project 10 years down the road. Sure. We're writing a director on movies. Sure. It's great. We're doing well. Like You've made some movies that do great, whatever, and you win a Razzie. Yeah. Are you, what percentage of honor to sincerely is your ego stung versus lifted up? I mean, I know that it's like hard to say hypothetically. No, no. I can think it through. But I people think... work on movies for years. It's a large investment in time. Like It's a little bit of a bummer for me. Right. Like, that was the worst. You know what I learned from you a long time ago? And it has been like a superpower that I'm working on. Working on hmm. is you, it's so easy to deflect negativity or an insult or an embarrassing thing. Yes, it's so easy to just like turn it ninety degrees into we can all laugh at this. Yeah, <laughs> and you are the master. of oh, it and for a long time you have been. I mean, yeah. honestly, it just comes from your spirit. <laughs> and so I think that that would be my instinct. Yeah. I, in the moment, you know, if you if I were to put out, like, an NFL cold open and it got, like, universally panned <gasps> and, like, all of the blind spots that I missed yes. and I was, like, rude to this person and this yes. person, I'd probably be, like, yikes. Yikes. But I'm also man enough to acknowledge that, like, we're all trying to make art out yes. here. Some is going to miss. And if somebody actually puts in the time and energy to put together an award show yes. to laugh at the miss that I had this year, yes. there's something kind of, like... Cheeky and cute about that. Exactly. I'm not gonna. It's not going to ruin my day. That's very good. I could screw up in other ways that yes. could ruin my way. But if so, an award show says, you know what, it wasn't that great. Oh, it's it. fine. It's totally fine. Make it into a bigger joke. It's completely fine. Right. Um. Speaking you. Of the not to. Uh, I would I would love it. Yeah, of, <laughs> of course. Any, uh, any recognition for anything. Come no. on. This is one weird life we live. Whatever. The worst Harvard Sailing Please. Team shows, the worst auditions <sighs> we've ever had on. You walk out with a smile oh, it's from dream. ear to ear. It's dream. <laughs> Sweet come talk. on. It's right. all good. Right. Uh, and not to like take a serious tone for a second, but speaking of owning one's vulnerabilities and no. failures. Sure. Um, we were talking about this off mic a little bit, and I know this is a couple weeks after the fact, but a comedian that we are fans of, I'm a huge fan of, Stephen Brody Stevens' passed away a few weeks ago, truly a master of owning one's flaws, owning one's vulnerabilities, taking weird, awkward moments of failure and and sort of spitting them into self-conscious gold. He was like sort of the patron saint of that and uh, a real loss for the comedy community. Sincerely, I didn't know him really. I was just a huge fan and he was just sort of a staple around town and very beloved and maybe the greatest warm-up comedian Anecdotally, of all time, he was the warm-up comedian for Chelsea lately, and for the Best Damn Sports Show, and all these things. Yeah. really really held a really unique and sort of treasured spot in the comedy ecosystem definitely and a, definitely a bummer loss Stephen Brody Stevens Stephen Brody Stevens if somehow that name didn't cross your Twitter timeline in the past two weeks now's your chance yeah. to do a little digging yes dude was one of a kind yeah. yeah I would I would recommend enjoy it which is like I believe it was on comedy central yeah a little documentary short documentary series yes. about Brody. that's right but a real Titan right. a real Titan he will be missed R.I.P. yes Stephen Brody Brody truly for the no joke podcast I am Billy Skicuri. I'm Adam Lustig and like always we will talk to you. Thanks so much. That was a
0: HeadGum Podcast.